Last time on the adventures of the Starship Coconut. Are we seriously gonna waste time giving them, like, the backstory and, like, having little snippets of audio in there? Come on, man, chill. I'm trying to set the mood. Oh, look, people should just watch the last episode, but can I just tell them what happened? Ugh, fine. Okay, so basically the crew, they were bored, all right? And then the Admiral gave them a mission to go to an asteroid, and, but then a giant monster showed up and, and swallowed Atash and Pablo alive. Can we get started now? Sure. All right. Here is the continuation of the adventures of the Starship Coconut, Episode 2. All right, here we go. Drifting through the universe, minding my own business, not a care of the world, keeping my head down and my mouth shut. But no, a big asteroid-eating behemoth comes and eats half of my crew! What did I do to deserve this? Look, man, I may have failed crisis management back in the academy like 20-something times, and I may have paid my doppelganger Irving to pose as me for an entire semester to get a D, but... I don't think this is the way to get us out of a jam. Oh, shut up, Flash. You don't get it, do you? The entire galaxy is out to get people like us. We're just a bunch of losers who keep getting knocked down, covered in ooze, or eaten by... by... well, whatever the heck that thing is. Rock, the asteroid is so yummy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That was a good one! This is the worst thing ever! I couldn't have dreamed this up, right? Wait, maybe I did. Maybe this is all just one big horrible nightmare. What did my therapist tell me to do to snap out of it? I saw this movie once where there was this girl and she clicked her shoes together and said, There's no place like home. There's no place like home. Maybe if I just go to sleep, I'll wake up in the real world. Yeah, that's just stupid enough it might work. Oh, wait. That girl, she had red shoes on. Darn. I knew that Balian salesman was just trying to con me. I'll get you back, Brad. I'll get you back. (laughs) Captain, what are you doing, man? Are you sucking your thumb? Mother. Mother. Is that you, Mother? Uh, Captain? 
who are you talking to? I don't want to play in the sandbox, Mommy. I want to play on the climbing frame with the big kids. The big kids. Oh, man. We are totally screwed. How's it going there, gentlemen? Oh, thank God. Subdougal. You know the use. Giant asteroid monsters eating Tasha and Pablo. Captain's reverted to his four-year-old self. Yeah, you know, just another day at the office. Did you stick those barrels of poisonate over yonder? Yeah, man. Didn't do much good, though. McDougal? Is that you? Your stupid poison plan got Natasha and Pablo ingested. I think the word you're looking for is digested. Can it flash? All right, man. No need to get testy. I mean, word choice is important. That's what Mrs. McGrady said. Use the right words, little ones. Languages are painting pictures with your words. Nuance, man. Nuance. Flash. Now, Kiwi, what you got your knickers all up in a twist for? Don't you know that poison takes time to do its magic? What? The name of the game is patience when you're dealing with poison. Patience. You see, when I was a runt, there was this weasel that kept getting into mama's chickens. You'd hear those cluckers cock-a-doodling and carrying on as the weasel had his way with them, poor fowl. No matter how high we built the fence or how tightly we latched that coop up, the varmint would always find a way to his prey. McDougal, we really don't have time for this. Don't listen to him. Story time is the best time. One day, we decided to rub one of the chickens up with paprika, Tabasco, and scorpion sauce. I declare she was the biggest, fattest, juiciest hen that you ever did see. We knew she'd be too much for that shock weasel to resist. And sure enough, he broke into the fence and carried her off to his den in the forest. The next day, we heard the yelping coming from them woods and knew that weasel would never come a-calling again. Gnarly, dude. Gnarly. So, what's the point of this tale, McDougal? Eyes to see, Captain. Ears to hear. Flash, what's going on? Um, uh, well, science isn't really my forte, sir, but... Ugh, big surprise. What's that, sir? Ugh, forget it. What's your best guess, Lieutenant? Well, um, it looks here like there's something going on with that creature over there. On monitor, Flash. Run, no feel so good. Sir, I, I don't know how to describe this, but it, it looks like that creature has a bad case of, of gas. Gas? Oh, my tummy. It doesn't feel so yummy. Yeah, man. The pressure's getting mighty intense over there. Like a guys are ready to blow. Well, move the ship away, Flash. Aye, aye, sir. McDougal, what should we do now? McDougal? Where did he go? Captain, we are almost to a safe distance, but it, it looks like he's gonna blow in five, four, three, two, one. Oh, oh no!
Control. No can do, Captain Man. We just gotta ride this out. You try to break now, we'll blow out the glutamate converters. Good gravy! The stench is unbearable! Yeah, man. That belch has gotta be some kind of galactic record. Blew out the engines completely! Can you bring them back online? You wanna get us all killed? Natasha! Am I hearing voices now, too? Well, those fumes are pretty trippy. Did you hear that too? We must be dying to be hearing our departed crew members. I'm ready, Mother. I knew this day would come. Snap out of it, moron! We need you to suck us in before I die of asphyxiation! Or attention allows it even through our spacesuits, to be more precise. These voices sound just like them! Oh, Natasha and Pablo, you left us too soon! Wow! Look, man! The hallucinations are starting, too! Those two objects ahead of us sure look like Natasha and Pablo. You're right, Flash. We salute you, our fallen comrades. If you don't put your hand down and activate the reverse fluffer buffer sequence and get us aboard, you'll be wishing this was the day you died. Wow! I've heard of vengeful ghosts, but this is unbelievable. Take your scares, Captain! It is indeed us! Wow! Captain, the scanners are tripping too. Really? Send it to my console. Groovy. Oh, shoot. Uh, Flash, initiate reverse fluffer puffer sequence. What? Why? Come on, man. Just do it. Aye, aye, sir. Thank the great Pepper Ashkin! You two are alive! <coughs> it's okay, Natasha. You're safe now. Just breathe, Natasha. Breathe it in. <coughs> Don't start! Yo, Captain, what's up with Pablo? All his lights aren't lighting up. It's probably just an overload or a short. My Kurtlikon scanner reads that his central cortex has regular activity. I believe he has entered a low power mode to protect himself. Ugh. At least they're alive, Captain, dude. You said it, Flash. Fire up the engines and let's get out of here. Groovy, dude. No! <coughs> Don't start! What's she doing with her hands, Captain? Natasha, what are you trying to say? No! <coughs> it's okay, Natasha. We're getting you out of here. Flash, maximum power. You got it, sir. Let's stop the tape there. If you're just joining us in the Spud Zone, we are here with Flash and Pablo, members of the Starship Coconut Crew, who narrowly escaped the clutches of a giant asteroid-eating monster just days ago. So, Flash, we've seen the tape from the Coconut's internal cameras. Natasha and Pablo are safely on board. What was Natasha trying to say to you? Spud, can I just say that it is a dream come true to be on your show? This is even doper than it looks on Flube 2. Multiple camera angles, virtual studio audience, 
good-looking human male with impeccable teeth and hair. It looks fairly standard for the entertainment talk show media. Pablo, don't screw this up for me, man, all right? Spud is like the greatest thing in the galaxy. Look, man, we're heroes. I don't know how we can be heroes when our victory was only due to chance. We hardly earned our way into stardom. Pure luck, nothing more. Wow, audience, we have a plot twist alert. Plot, 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 plot twist alert. Are you trying to say that you weren't responsible for the monster's demise? Oh. No, no. Look, what my robotic friend here is trying to say is that we saw how stuff was going down and seized our chance to tip the scales in our favor. Right, Pablo? Curious. That is not how you related to me before. <laughs> uh, well, look, his circuits must be kind of fried. It looks like someone isn't telling the truth, audience. It looks like it's time for... He said, she said. He said, she said. All right, audience. You know how this game is played. We listen to both people's side of the story and then judge in advance who we think is telling the truth. Is it factual? No! Does it matter? No! He said, she said, where the details are made up and the facts don't matter. Dude, I freaking love this segment. This is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. If facts don't matter, then what is the point? Live your truth, bro. Live your truth. Exactly, Flash. Exactly. Why search for veracity when you can just make stuff up? Right, audience? <laughs> They'll cheer for anything if I tell them to. Right, guys? Yeah! They're just so stupid. I just don't understand human behavior. Neither do I. Neither do I. Okay, who wants to see the first clip to get Flash's side of the story? Oh, oh, I do. I do. Pick me. All right, let's hear your interview. What? What interview? We were on our last legs. The glutamate converter's offline. Natasha and Pablo barely clinging on to life. The captain didn't know what to do, but luckily old Flashy was there. I powered up those engines, knowing that the shockwave would send that ugly monster hurtling into space. I don't want to brag, but if it hadn't been for this guy right here, we may have been lunch for all the wrong reasons. Well, Flash, that was so... Touching. <laughs> this is preposterous. That is not the way it happened. Well, what did happen, Pablo? Well, I wasn't exactly conscious at the time. <gasps> what? It looks like we have a plot twist, ladies and gentlemen. Plot twist If you weren't conscious, then how do you know that Flash's story isn't accurate? Yeah! Yeah, Pablo. How? I admit that I was unconscious. But I was sure to tap into the ship's computer afterwards. And what I saw proved that Flash had no idea what lighting the engines would do. Sounds a bit far-fetched, if you're asking me. What do you think of that, audience? <laughs> well, it will be time to vote and see what really happened when we return to the Spud Zone right after these important messages from our sponsors. The Spud Zone! It's time for... Starship Coconut Commercial Break! Hey parents, are you looking to get your annoying little ones out of your hair for the summer? I bet you are! Oh boy, are you ever! You know where to send them? To the best place in the universe for children! 
Planet Camp! There are so many amazing things to do to keep your little ones occupied for three or four months at a time. So, being supervised by our semi-professional supervisors, including space canoe adventure through the fords of the Noodle-On Belt. You can ride the wild Clamartagon. You can build some amazing spacecraft. Like what? I don't know. Sounds great. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we're going to let Shelly take care of that one. Yeah. And we're going to let them plunge into the refreshing waters of Lake Wizogesia. Ooh, that sounds refreshing. Does that sound like fun, kids? Yeah! Here, let's hear some of our amazing customer testimonials. Uh, I learned social skills. Wait, wait, is that what it says on the paper? I just really like Planet Camp because it's like camp and it's like Animal Planet and like you get to do a lot of cool stuff and it's really great. Anyway, come spend your summers with us at the largest camp in the universe. No, seriously, the whole planet is a camp. Join us at Planet Camp! Please be advised, while we try to ensure your children's safety at all times, some questions do apply. We prefer if you do not ask too many questions. Thank you from all of us at Planet Camp. Thanks for listening to the commercials. Imagine if you could have one on here. That would be pretty cool, right? Okay, back to the show. Welcome to the Spud Zone. Here's your host, we're here with the crew of the Starship Coconut, and the result of our audience poll is in. This is pointless. Who cares what the audience thinks? The important thing is what actually transpired. Dude, didn't you get the memo? Give the people what they want. How does that apply in this context? The majority rules, man. The majority rules. The results show that 93% believe that Flash is telling the truth. I knew it! I knew I was right! Really? With nothing to back it up? How do you people survive? Let's see what really happened. Not that it matters. Right, guys? We don't need to see that. You guys don't have that footage anyway, right? Not on the footage you gave us, Flash. But Pablo was so kind as to dig up the complete file. Seriously? Let's roll the tape! Roll, 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 roll the tape! Natasha, what are you trying to say? No, and... <coughs> it's okay, Natasha. We're getting you out of here. Flash, maximum power! You got it, sir! No! Engaging thrust drive! Stop! Oh, mangoes. It looks like... Oh, man. What, Flash? What? Yeah, uh, it, it looks like the gastro juices from that creature's belt are highly... Well, highly... Flammable! The word you are looking for is flammable! What? What do you mean, Natasha? That creature is part glurg, sir. They prepare their prey for consumption by melting the crust with a mixture of methonic gas and gastrointestinal fluid. It helps the meal to go down easier. Indeed, sir. It is akin to the mucus that human salivary glands excrete to aid with digestion. Pablo, you're awake! I seem to have recovered and rejuvenated to the point of usefulness. It's the way that glurks devour entire star systems, including my own. Flash, what is our speed? Sir, uh, dude, a 
like you're not gonna believe it, but we're going two and a half million kilojoules a minute. Good grapes. Can we pull out of it? Not without blowing our glutamate converters again, sir. The ship's protonic bubble is barely holding as it is. Crew, to your stations. There's only one way to get out of this. You don't mean... Yes, Natasha. Gonna have to pull the hang tent maneuver. Wowzers, you don't mean... Yeah. The legendary maneuver performed only once in the history of Galaxy by Splud the Fud. The most legendary star pilot in the galaxy. The probability of completing the maneuver is only 2,270,000 to 1. I don't like those odds. Dude, I eat odds for breakfast. <gasps> Flash, can you handle this? Captain, I'm the one who got us into this mess. I gotta be the one who gets us out. Natasha, full power to the rear protonic bubble. Already on it, Captain. Pablo? Already extending the Pastrinic sail array. Wait for my signal. Okay, let's ride this wave, people. Hang it ten, good buddy. I live for this. You better, or we are toast. Do I need to reiterate the odds? No! no. Pablo, what's the status of the monster? The shockwave is distorting our reading, sir. But it appears that he is being swept in the opposite direction by the force of the explosion. Rock's feeling ouchy, ouchy, ouchy. Shockwave making Braggy feel woozy. It looks like we are safe from our Glurg nemesis. Rock, don't forget Starship. Rock, swear yummy revenge on yucky Starship. No more yummy for my tummy. That makes Rock feel all so bummy. Captain Dude, we're reaching the peak here, my man. All right, Pablo. Wait for my mark. Standing by. Our rear bubble is fading fast, sir. It's standing at 35%. Hold together, girl. Just a bit further. The crest of the wave will fall on us in three seconds. Okay, Pablo. Extend the Pastremic sail array. Hi, sir. Natasha, shift our bubble force 65 degrees to our starboard side. What? Trust me. Okay. I hope you know what you're doing. Uh, me too. So, what happened? Well, we survived. Well, alright! Get started! Who wants to hear our next guest? All the way from the planet Slurge, they're the biggest name in slime rock today, here tonight to play their new single. Welcome the one, the only, Space Slugs! Space Slugs! They are no heroes. They are not worthy of the galaxy's respect. Gone are the days of true enemies who trust the forces of good to their limits. Ugh. 
This band makes my ears bleed. For the love of Grogan Rob, turn it off! Turn it off! Ugh. Boss, this is my favorite song. I don't care, you imbecile. Who is in charge here? You or me? Uh, you are... My ship, my rules. <sighs> sure. There, it's off. Much better. Any longer and my brain might have turned to mush. Mucus, sir. What? That's the band's goal, Dr. Drool. To turn their listeners' brains into mucus and goo. At least, that's what they said in their Hurtling Star magazine interview. The galaxy has lost sight of what true art looks like. The true masterpieces of subversion and challenge of the real hegemonic powers of the universe are lost on lesser minds. I feel like you're not so subtly trying to hint that you're the embodiment of that mastery, are you, sir? Indeed, my minion. The mere voicing of the name Dr. Truel once filled the galaxy with dread and despair. Planets, peoples, and whole star systems were held in thrall by my plots and evil schemes. Our schemes. I admit you might have had a small part to play, Robert, but it was all under the banner of the despotic imaginations of Dr. Truel, the greatest supervillain in the... Hey, looks like the grilled cheese sandwiches are ready. Oh, but Robert, you destroyed my epic lead-up to an evil climax, complete with evil laughter, minor core crescendo, and evil minions clapping with delight! Yay! You just don't get it, do you, my underling? What is that racket? I, uh, reconfigured the alarm sounds like you asked. Well, it definitely is alarming. Yeah, that's kind of the idea. You always tended to ignore them before. Retirement is meant to be relaxing. I need ideal conditions to ruminate on my dastardly plots and plans. That I have to implement. What was that? Nothing. Do you want to know what's going on? I am sure it is something trivial. Robert, you have been moping around for weeks. When someone has an intellect as large as mine, it is easy to tell that something is bothering you, so out with it already. First of all, my name is Rob. Rob. I don't know how many more times we have to discuss that. Second, I'm not your minion. I'm a freelancer. We filled out a contract that was made quite clear. Third, I haven't been paid in quite some time. Yes. Yes, I realize all of that is true, but, Robert, I am formulating a plan that will put us back on top and set us up nicely, too. Well, I don't really care about any of that. I'm just looking to be reimbursed for my services. Otherwise, I'll just start looking elsewhere. People with my skill set are in high demand. Don't you talk to me that way! Don't you know who I am? I'm... Dr. Drool, destroyer of worlds, scourge of the galaxy, conceiver of the ooze incident... I know, and I don't care. You haven't done anything significant in years. The galaxy's over it. Just look at us. We're sitting here making cheese sandwiches and watching Galactonet. You insolent fool! Collision imminent. Collision? Rob, what is the computer all about? I don't work for free. Rob, I command you to tell me what is happening. Barbara? 
Yes, Rob? Initialize boss lockdown. Confirmation code, up yours. Voice code, up yours. Confirm. Rob, what are you doing? No money, no Rob. No Rob, no computer. Ah, uh, fine. I will do it myself. Barbara, so proximate readouts. Access denied. What? Barbara? Override code drool reigns supreme. Barbara is home right now. In boss lockdown. Confirmation code, who's your daddy? Confirmation, who's your daddy? Confirm. Now for God's sakes, Rob! Show us what's out there! Barbara, approximate sensor visual on screen. Affirmative. Rock smells something yummy. Cheddar cheese so yummy for my tummy. Dear Pepper Ashkin, what in Goobers is that thing? He's... Yes. I don't know. He seems kind of cute. Exactly. Revolting. Rock needs snack. Cheese is food for Rock. Sir, the creature's salivating and gastronic levels are peaking, sir. What does that mean in English, you idiot? It means he's hungry. Oh. Wakey, wakey. Lemon baby. Rock needs food like a cheesecake. What on earth do you think he wants? I hear munching, I hear crunching. That means Rock will soon be munching. Plus, I believe that he wants... Cheese sandwich! Your sandwich. Yummy! Nobody takes Dr. Drool's sandwich! My food! I, I don't think it's in the mood for an argument. Rock is Hey everybody, it's David and Steven, creators of the Starship Coconut. Hey Steve, you know what's crazy? What? We're already at the end of the second episode. Wow, already? Yeah, and everybody's still listening to us. Wow, thanks guys. If you really like the show a lot, Steven, what can they do to support us? Well, you can rate and review it on your podcast app. Yeah, that just helps other people to find the podcast, gets the word out about Starship Coconut. If you'd like to keep up to date with Starship Coconut, head over to our Facebook page, or Twitter, or Instagram, or even our website at starshipcoconut.com. Also, if you want to become an integral part of the creation of this audio experience and help us get more ridiculous adventures into your eardrums every two weeks, then consider supporting us on patreon.com forward slash starshipcoconut. That's right. For as little as $1 a month, you could help us keep the show going. And there's some pretty cool Starship Coconut themed stuff on there as well. Until next time, stay groovy, people, and we'll see you on the next episode of 
the Starship Coconut. Coconut.